Welcome to Best Behavior Creative Club, a Design Sensory Original production. We're here live at the Governor's Conference on Tourism and Hospitality. I am your host, Chris McAdoo. I'm Brad Carpenter. And right now we have Jessica DePelt with us. Jessica, if you want to tell the good people who you are and what brings you here. Okay, my name Jessica, and I own PigeonForge.com, the website. It's privately owned by myself. I've owned it for 19 years now. I'm at the Governor's Conference in Tourism because we live, eat, and breathe tourism. So it's a great time for all the counties to be together and learn from each other, but also, you know, showcase what your county has. Amazing. That's awesome. Well, Jessica, tell us a little bit about your yourself. So you've had PigeonForge.com for nearly two decades. Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Okay, the two decades comment kind of hurt my heart there, but I get it. I get it now. <laughs> I, get- I know. I grew up in Gatlinburg. There you um, go. Born and raised. G-Berg. Um, G-Berg is where it's at. A little bit of back history about my family. My grandfather was one of the builders of the Space Needle, and he also had an attraction called the Mystery Hill. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it is where, like, the water runs backwards and chairs sit on the sides of walls. It's, like, kind of a funky house of illusion, I guess. So I come from a little bit of an attractions family. My dad owned many restaurants in Sevier County in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. And I went to Pi Beta Phi and Gatlinburg Pittman High School and graduated. And then went to the University of Tennessee and got my degree in marketing. Okay. I landed in the tech industry because I interned at company called Internet Pictures Corporation or IPix. Yeah. It was in Oak Ridge. Back in the day. Back in the day. So I did my mar- I did marketing there, PR, trade shows. Loved it. It was great. I love tech. Was in San Jose for a summer doing their IPO, which was fascinating, but wasn't really what I wanted to do career-wise. And about the time I was graduating, my dad, who was advertising on the original PigeonForge.com, said, hey, I think that he wants to sell that domain. And I said, interesting. Okay. (laughs) So it kind of just went from there. I mean, I was a senior at UT and I could have stayed at you. I could have stayed at IPix, but I was like, I didn't know that that's really what I wanted to do. The corporate life. I grew up in obviously very entrepreneurial family. Mm -hmm. My brother is as well. So it felt a little constraining for me personally. So it was a great leap that I took and thankful I did. Carpe diem. Indeed. So, Okay, that's fantastic. I also grew up in, in Sevierville. So we, we talked right before this. Several of you maybe will know where Frog Alley is in Sevierville. That's where I met my first girlfriend in fifth grade. Her name was Chanda. I met my girlfriend in Frog Alley. I, her name was Chanda, and I gave, I gave Chanda a piece of turquoise as a gift. Because um, that's, that's what kids in fifth grade that grow up. <laughs> <laughs> on a rural route, do. I mean, so and Frog Alley, it's crazy as it is, it's in the heart of Sevierville now. Oh, it's right in the middle. And I have to tell you, I bet it is some coveted property. I, at if this you do, point, If yes. you do real estate valuation, I mean, granted, the houses are there are not fantastic, mm-hmm. but from its location, I bet people are hot on it. I was, yeah. born, I was born in Sevierville. Oh, there you go. Yeah? But uh, I moved when I was like three. Mm. I don't know if it counts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's really interesting to talk with you, Jessica, particularly as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as somebody that co- comes with that spirit kind of in, intact from your from your family kind of coming in. What kind of things have allowed you to foster, I guess, sort of carve your own path with that entrepreneurial energy? Like, what are the things that you love to see? What are the things that you love to do? 
I love to try anything. My clients will say, hey, you know, we're trying to do this. And so I will sit down with them and say, okay, I see where your goal is. Let's try to figure out a way to get there that's a little bit out of the box. And we often, my staff and I, I say, you know, you need to put yourself in the shoes of the visitor. Right. So we, we spend a lot of time on building unique content. Everything you see on our site is all unique content and it's ideas that we generate. And cool. sometimes I, I drug my staff in yesterday into the living room of my office and I said, okay, here is what I want to do, but I'm a little unsure and I need some input on how to get there because I think this is going to be amazing, an amazing project but I'm I kind of not sure what's going to happen here. And so I, I really foster in my office a real creative spirit. I encourage that. I'm not a, I'm not a no person. And, uh-huh. I, and I don't really like it when people tell me no. I, it's a, also when my staff is like, that can't be done. I'm like, I didn't hear you say that. Keep going. We can do this. So I do think having openness to be creative and try things and being cool with failing. I mean, not everything's going to work, but you're going to find things that are going to work really well. Yeah. Sometimes you have to take that step. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you've been in this long enough to see a lot of changes in, I mean, in the, in, you know, quote unquote, in the industry. What are some of the things that you have had to change, right, and respond to if it's economy, if it's new interest, if it's this or that? New, you know, now you're doing unique content. What are some of the things that you've ridden waves on? So one of the things we always have to ride waves on continuously is, you know, who is physically coming to our area, to the Smoky Mountains? You know, you have these different groups of people. Mm -hmm. You have people that come the same week, every year, see the same shows, eat at the Mm -hmm. same restaurants. You have new families coming in town. You have your millennials. Like, how do we keep the influx and keep them attracted to coming? So a lot of, you know, the content we design is very different, and it appeals to different crowds. But a lot of that is because we're trying to appeal to all these segments. And it's, it is important. And, you know, with social media, you've got millennials love Instagram. So you're pushing that type of content and stories out over Instagram. But then we have the Facebook. I always joke. So I just turned 41 yesterday. Oh, and happy so birthday. I oh, thanks. I straddle this Facebook Instagram line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not interested in TikTok or any of that. That's like I can't. I can't even do it or even Snapchat for that matter but you know everybody kind of has their own social media so it's figuring out who's using what Mm -hmm. and how to connect with them not just sell them something but truly like connect with them right and so that's always a big challenge that we have of coming up with that creative content that's going to keep them coming and interested and then who's coming in the pipeline you know who makes decisions we sit here and think who makes decisions about vacations and Mm -hmm. we really analyze a lot of that do you guys well, use influencers at all? We do not. Any reason why? Or are you just just I, curious? You know, I love an influencer. I, I really do. And I think that, and for me personally, as a user and influencer, especially fashion or home decor, mm-hmm. it's been a godsend to my wardrobe because right. I cannot dress myself. <laughs> However, I think there is something that is becoming not genuine about the influencer. And I see it over and over. And a lot of times people joke, they say, well, why aren't you an influencer? And I said, because it becomes a little bit like you're really obligated to sell this item. And the minute an influencer really starts tacking these ads in is when I become Hmm. disinterested quick. And I know I'm not the only, you know. Absolutely. I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that's literally my job is to figure out a way to make my work as an influencer look 
as less like an ad as I possibly can. To make it as authentic as I possibly mm -hmm. can on brand for the influencer and for the brand. Yeah. And how to make it seamless and effortless. And unfortunately, if people or brands don't care about that, then you just get these influencers talking about something and it seems so <laughs> inauthentic and, and people just tune it out and it's yeah. super inauthentic when you step back and you look i mean i see okay so this skirt if i'm gonna use fashion because that's what i see i see eight women hawking the same skirt right so, uh, I, so somebody yeah so you're yeah. running this all so you all must be on the same platform Absolutely. like i immediately start thinking this and i'm like I, then I go, well, how many of those skirts do they make? And how many does Nordstrom care? You know, I go through this whole thing, like, because it's a very cool pipeline. It's really right. interesting. As much as influencers can help, they can also hurt. But what it's really about is content. And so yeah. it's not about selling a dress or a lip gloss. I see that all, <laughs> all the time, people hawking lip gloss. Yeah, yeah. The destinations and travel influencers are really selling the content they make. And it's fun because they're going and doing and, events. And, you know, and it's an experience. So yeah. one of the things that like we see, I did it this summer with my kids was, so I'm a mom, I have three daughters mm -hmm. and I would be interested in seeing truly what a mom does in Pigeon Forge. Exactly. And so hmm. I did Dolly Splash Country fun. because I love Splash Country. My kids love Splash Country. And I said, okay guys, we're going to do, you know, like three tricks to making splash country like tips and tricks kind of uh -huh. thing to making yeah. splash country fun and not because a lot of there's a perception especially parents are like Ugh. but there is <laughs> it is a blast and but if you do a couple little tweaks to your thing and so I made it really original and I gave my kids my credit card and said buy all the food I don't want you to miss a banana or that beaver tail thing or that I was like I want to see all the the hush puppies and tater tots on this table so fun. because it's original and so yep. people are like oh so that's the food they serve oh oh yeah oh okay I get like it puts them there without them having to be really, there really cool. and you know, my kids think it's fun because they're like, we can eat whatever we want. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go for it. I love it. Well, and I think that speaks to the unique things that you bring or the unique things that whatever you're doing brings to that audience. And what I'm hearing from you a lot is don't take for granted that someone cares about something in the same way that you do. True. Right? Yeah. Like you may have something of value. You may offer a right. great you know a great time but the way that you communicate the way that you connect sometimes matters as much as anything else absolutely it has to be you have to have them somehow experience it in that story it can't just be like we sell this ticket it's a really great show yay yep. but the more of the why and that why component really drives consumers to enjoy and purchase and a lot of it is that they're visualizing themselves in in the story and in the in the pictures and in the blogging yep. i mean you know you think about it I, I planned a trip for my family out west this summer and i got on instagram i joked to my husband i said this is the trip that instagram built and i knew where we were going i searched yeah. the hashtags and i went to all these funky cool places and we took pictures and we you know it was small off the like a place called chicken and beer in page arizona it was delicious chicken and beer awesome but it was that experience and i found that you know just on just people's social media because they were experiencing it than i yeah the trip that instagram built i love that and, yeah. we, and we also just got our like the hashtag for this episode Perfect. Chicken and beer. The trip. Well, chicken and <laughs> that's beer. That's for later. That's later. <laughs> the trip that it, the trip that Insta built. <laughs> I love your obvious passion for audience for making unique, really cool content. Where do you see 
I guess to, to kind of tie the bow on everything okay. is what is next for you think kind of the industry or pigeonforge.com you know what do you see these next steps that people are going to take as people are building trips on instagram or well, you know you know that's the million dollar question isn't it so for me it's taking a step towards and i don't want to use this word but i'm going to use it because we've used it in this conversation it's a step towards an influencer sure but there's got to be another word for it but a genuine, I'm not selling anything other than I really passionately want you to come to mm -hmm. the Smoky Mountains where I was born and raised, yep. and I want you to experience it. I want you to see it all. I and call it, I, when I sit down with clients, I call them tribes or ambassadors for the brand. That's a great, okay, that's great. See, I was like a, a mombassador or yep. a... A mombassador. Hashtag. Hashtag mombassador. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and My thank you pleasure. for sharing you. Um, sharing your journey and your Instagram adventures. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate and, it. Yeah, and but actually, before we go too, so people can just visit pigeonforge.com. You got it. Yeah, and and kind of see all that you you have to offer. Any other place they can learn about you or anything you're doing? I mean, can Google me? Um, <laughs> should, should be cool. Um, maybe That's retract great. that, you know, erase that. Um, so um, on a side note, I also own Durango.com, which is in Durango, Southwest Colorado, Durango, Colorado. Oh, cool. So um, that's another another site. It's a completely different market, yep. similar concept, but it is a tourism market. Cool. So you'll have to check that out. Yep. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you so much.